Hey, pumpkins. Welcome to another week at camp. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Grab your sleeping bag and flashlight and gather around the fire for some wicked fun. As always, this week's thrills and chills are chock full of spoilers, so listeners, beware. Ooh. Now, for this week's tale of gore and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your regular scheduled programming here at Copulators Die First. I'm your semi-host, Ashley. Why are you the semi-host? Because you're also the semi-host. Oh, so (laughs) you're just... I'm Nick, by the way, if you didn't know that. In case we didn't know. Uh, Semi-host. I just don't want to claim all the host duties. I think that's rude. We're we're in a joint effort. Aren't we just co-hosts then? Yeah, but I wanted to say semi-host. I don't know why. I knew it. I knew you just wanted to be different. It's fine. I'm always striving for something a little different each and every time. Well, because yeah. how do we keep them coming back? No, I appreciate that. I don't I have pre- candy. I don't have candy to give out. I mean... I'm Poe. <laughs> uh, listen, October is coming, and therefore <laughs> Halloween is as well. And if we want to... I'm so excited. If we want to start a candy campaign... <gasps> Can we start? campaign where everybody puts in their email address and then we could just send everybody random candy and everybody could send each other random candy like a random act of kindness but it's like internet trick-or-treating well yeah except then it wouldn't be real candy it would just be like electronic candy no i would i would send real candy <laughs> to where send me, send me your email followed by and then we can correspond and get your actual address i don't want you to like sign it in my dms oh my god this is we're going to have to flesh this out more because this is too I much I just work really right like now. candy and I like sending things in the mail. Mm. I'm, I'm really looking forward to my Halloween beanie from Jad is Rad. Yeah, it's in my closet. I have to mail it like probably next week. I'm very excited. I just can't wear it yet because it's still August. and I, um, I, wore, I wore mine last week. I didn't care. Well... I am sweaty. I don't care. I just did it because I thought it was cute. Well, that's the thing. Like, if it wasn't freaking disgusting out, I would. Because, like, I'm always up for a beanie moment. But, um... Ugh, 900 degrees later. All you summer lovers, not my favorite. Not my favorite. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, you know what? Can we have this conversation really quick? Because Real we have quick. to really... We have to set this the record straight here. Um, I think that anyone who has been a longtime listener can surmise that fall and winter are definitely our favorite seasons in that order. Um, I love fall and spring, but like it's like fall, spring, winter, and then summer. Summer is like bottom rung for me. Well, but as a kid, as a kid, I loved summer. But now that I'm an adult and I don't have summer vacation, it's a whole new meeting. Well, yeah, there's, like, something specific attached to summer when you're a child. Um, I couldn't give any less shits about the summer anymore because we both live in parts of the country where it's not only hot in the summer, but it's humid in the summer. 
And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if I've said it once, I've said it 10,000 times that there is a difference between humidity and dry heat. So, you know, um, you know, the people out in California with their like constant 70 to 80 degrees, but then like super duper a hundred and something in the summer, it's a little bit easier to deal with when you're not also concerned about there being torrential downpours and thunderstorms all the time. And I love a good lightning sky show. Dude, we had one like Saturday night at like four in the morning. Well, we had one last night on the way home from the beach because there was, it was, there was just so much humidity. Like the sky was like, shit, dude, I need to like, chill myself out a little bit like let's get some of this uh you know angst out of the atmosphere and um and it was just like yeah this is this is the world right now and i hate it and i want to wear comfy sweaters and beanies and like i'm not even a fan of pumpkin spice lattes but like the smell of pumpkin spice lattes really gets me in the mood for many things mm, and you can, fall vibes yes yeah just like fall vibes with a z like z, mm, you know like i'm fall vibes i mean i'm not gonna say that my spice girl name wouldn't be pumpkin spice but it's like one of the top five options you know that's what i mean fair. that's fair that's so fair. yeah long story short here i fucking hate the summer and i'm really fucking over it and um I allotted myself that one beach day, like we discussed at the end of last week's episode, and it wasn't enjoyable. I enjoyed everything we did after we sat on the beach for five hours. But by that point, I was so far into like overheated sunstroke that like I was leaving my body and having like, I don't know, some type of like astral projection fantasy moments like where am i what is happening um so like i've just finally come to the conclusion the summer and the beach are both things that are not for me um and as a 31 year old homosexual um i don't know why I rewind as a 31 year old homo. Um, I have to listen to my wants and needs and, and just indulge those because how else will I be happy in my life? So if my husband wants to go to the beach, we got plenty of friends. He can go to the beach with them. Guess where I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay in the fucking air conditioning and watch all of the streaming services that I pay good money for because I am a grown working woman and I can do whatever I want. Amen to that. So you want to know, you want to know a good transition. Mm. The dude, the one dude in this movie that we're about to cover that I really enjoyed. He wore a beanie while he was swimming. Oh, (laughs) girl, it's on my list. Transitions. And we got him. That's good. So this week, as we previously discussed last week, very briefly, we're discussing the 2014 film Zombievers. Zombievers. That's why? totally. That's totally. Oh yeah, it's like a Richard Cheese thing at the end. Yeah. Why did like somebody hired someone to write and sing that song, 
And I'm totally for any horror movie, regardless of how good or bad it is, having its own theme song. But like, that was yeah. not what I was expecting. From no, that was something group. entirely different. <clears throat> Girl. Let me tell you something, though. Okay. I have now seen this movie twice. Um, okay. In, in the course of the last uh, week. week. Yeah. Um, and it's nothing that I was expecting because... I really thought it was going to be like a sexist piece of trash, but like in a very like horror movie way. And it was, it, it was actually a surprisingly good little uh, zombie flick in the form of there being zombie beavers. Um, it was exactly what I was anticipating, but not uh, what I expected. I mean, I looked at the poster, I looked at the, not like the poster that IMDb has as the official poster, but like the red one with like the black outline of the girl with the with the beaver yeah. coming for her crotch. Coming was, for her beaver, yeah. Yeah, coming for her beaver. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be trash. Um, and I was in it f- just from the fact that it was going to be trash. Um, and then it wasn't trash. Like, I actually enjoyed this film. Um, I did too, and we have to thank our good friend Tori at Toil and Trouble Podcast for dropping another shit bomb into our lap because this one was actually enjoyable. I wouldn't even call this a shit bomb. I would call this um, not a shit bomb. I can't think oh, of okay. something else to describe it as, but uh... um, it's a weird bomb for sure. Yeah. So like these three girls, they go on like a girls' trip. Woo-hoo! God, yeah. So they're <laughs> basically the whole 15, first 15 minutes of the movie is like, girls trip. And like, so, so they get to the one girl's cabin and then, but like, rewind two seconds. Uh, these dudes are driving down the street, right? And their truck that happens to have, uh, how you say, toxic chemicals in, in the back. <laughs> yeah. And that's how this whole thing happens because the guy's like, oh, hey. You see that deer? And the other guy's like, mm-hmm, see that deer? And just plows right through it. Yeah, no. I mean, if if anything, this movie is a PSA for not texting and driving. Because... Fully. Basically, if you text and drive, you will infect the beaver population of East Bumblefuck with toxic chemicals, and they will turn into zombie beavers. Um, so don't text and drive, folks. Uh, but there's like, okay, so there's a lot of little delicious tidbits here to unpack. So it's like a a little picnic basket. You just keep pulling out little delectable snacks. They're like, like Ooh, I'm going to nibble on this. And then, Ooh, maybe a little bit of that. And like, it just makes like a nice little picnic basket. There's a whole charcuterie platter in there. Um, (laughs) condiments, condiments of plenty. So you can pepper this film with really, really good quotes. Correct. Um, yeah, so so number one, I don't know if you know this, but one of the two truckers is John Mayer. Um, is it the, the, the one that was like, I got a hand job in the bathroom one time, bored, and then the other guy was like, oh, okay, and then he's like, where did I give one? Yeah, so, so he's, <laughs> jo- John Mayer is the one that is not driving. The one that, that- definitely looks like he has a taped on mustache. And that is definitely like, I, I guess... John Mayer decided that his character arc was that he was a trucker who 
was realizing that he was falling in love with his coworker and was questioning his sexuality. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, th- this, this, uh, I mean, we, we can celebrate this fact because God knows it's important. Um, Zombievers is John Mayer's film debut. And oh, bless. I mean, God damn it. If nothing else uh, is going to brighten up your day, uh, you know, like, then you are a miserable person, I suppose. Oh, um, yeah. Bill Burr is his co-worker, and he is hilarious. He is, in, in not this movie, uh, but other things, you know? Um, I don't think he had enough scream time to be as hilarious as he normally is. I mean, we obviously get that the point of their characters is to be, like, the the grounding moments. That, like, they're the end caps of this movie. They're the bookends. Right, right. Yes, um, yes, yes. A little bit of the beginning, a little at the end. Totally a bookend. Uh, but, you know, maybe John Mayer didn't want people to know that it was him or something because... And that's why he taped on the mustache. (laughs) There was, like, so much going on. He had the sunglasses and the mustache and, like, the long hair that, like, probably wasn't his. But, like, it did not look like John Mayer at all. And then, of course, uh, in doing my research, a.k.a. reading the IMDb and Wikipedia pages for this film, uh, I was like, oh, John Mayer's in this movie? And then I went back and I was like, oh, that's John Mayer. Cool. Um, I did, you know, useless information for my life at this point, let's be honest. So that's number one. Number two, uh, when we first get introduced to these three girls that are supposed to be the heroines of this movie, uh, I I suppose. Um, And Jenna's in the bathroom crying over her boyfriend and all that. When she comes back and there's that guy that walks across the the back of the car and is like looking back constantly and is like kind of skeevy and gross. He's one of the individuals who wrote the screenplay. His name is Jordan Rubin. Um, Jordan Rubin, the creeper at the gas station. Yeah. So, uh, so, you know, he made his little, uh, um, cameo and, um, and then let's just, let's just unpack these girls a little bit. So we have Jen, who is like, wow, my boyfriend kissed someone else. And like, I get it. Like, cheating is never a good thing. Um, and they're, like, at, you know. And they're on, definitely old enough. Right. And like, at first, given the, the circumstances, like, you would naturally be on her side. She's not having a good go of it. Her boyfriend has cheated uh, with his lips on her. <laughs> uh, and, with the lips. So they're going up to her friend Mary's cabin in, you know, East Bumblefuck, wherever, um, to have a girls weekend. And then there's Zoe and her dog Gosling, who, like, I, I'm really sorry for Gosling. Like, Zoe was, like, manhandling that dog. Like, she didn't know anything about animals. Um, and... <laughs> 
She's holding him like she's never seen a dog before. And and there's that one moment where Mary turns on the, uh, I guess what's supposed to be EDM. And, and the girls are like, ugh, like, why do you even like this music? And Zoe in the back is screaming, like, don't listen, Gosling, it's horrible. And she, like, full-on squishes his ears down in a way that, like, his face is like, get this woman away from me. Like, I, I'm I'm scared for my life. Um, So there's that. But then, like, going back to the EDM thing, they made it this whole point that, like, Mary was into EDM and... Uh, the other girls don't like it. And typically in a horror movie, when a plot point like that happens, it comes back around in some boomerangy type way later on. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, duly noted EDM at some point is going to do something. Like I was thinking maybe it would be like, a la Mars attacks where the country music makes the aliens brains explode that like, EDM would like make the zombies retreat or something. But I really love Mars Attacks. So thank you for that reference. Oh, Mars Attack. Let me tell you something about Mars Attacks. I was petrified of that movie when it first came out. Mm-hmm. I I don't recall when I how old I was when it came out, but I can tell you this. I was too old to be petrified by that movie. Like I knew that it was not real, but I could not bring myself to watch it because the sight of the aliens like full on put me in panic attack mode. And then I finally watched it years later and I was like, this is a really fucking good movie. Um, I have done myself a disservice by not watching it sooner. Um, But yeah, so like, you know, I was, I was a little bit let down because I was like EDM. I like EDM. Like if EDM has like a semi role in this movie, that'd be cool. Never happened. Oh well. Um, hmm. That's yeah. okay. It's it's fine. Um, I guess just as. I feel as, like also the EDM that they played. I feel like it was like oh, it was like bare minimum because they can't really afford the rights to it yeah, because like, this film was so low budge. But like on the other hand, there's plenty of royalty free EDM music. Um, you can reach out to anybody on their SoundCloud and I'm sure they'd hook you yeah. up. And they ended up like playing bleeps and bloops. You know what I mean? Ooh. Is, that, <laughs> is that a band that you know of that I don't know of? Bleeps and bloops? No, it was just descripting descriptive oh. words for the specific noises that were coming out of the radio. Mm. Bleep, bloop. Um, bleep bloop. Bleep bloop bloop. Um, uh, uh, stay tuned for my uh, upcoming oh. album. Bleep, oh, bloop. yeah. Uh, check out Nick's uh, SoundCloud. <laughs> He's an uh, upcoming uh, EDM producer. Yeah, he, my... he goes. He goes by Bleeps and Bloops. Yeah, no, I was gonna say the Bleep Bloop is gonna be my. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be my debut EP and my my stage name for the music biz is something like. Uh, uh, well, okay, so I guess we can go with like one of. One of my Instagram, uh, old Instagram handles used to be Barbara Streisand. Oh, that's really funny. And I was, ooh, was that some EDM? It was, it was a little EDM. I was trying to set the mood. Ooh. Trying to set the mood. Um, and, uh, yeah, so 
bear bestress. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that should be your SoundCloud. I'm sure with the garage band, you can make some sick beats. Yeah. Um, do you know that? Well, uh, I'm sure you do. But that that vine that's like, Hello, I am Olga, your freestyle dance teacher. Oh, I sure do. Yeah, that, that's what that reminds me of. Like, I'm so glad. Um, anywho, so let's get past like the first five minutes of the movie. Basically, we've established these girls are obnoxious and annoying and whatever. But so the they're going for a girls trip up to Mary's cousin's cabin in East Bumblefuck. I mean, do they ever really say where they are geographically? No, just, no they just say they're like, oh, it takes like a half a day to get up here, and that's when the boyos, the yeah. dudes show up and two of the three are welcome kind of they're kind of like oh this is supposed to be a girls weekend and mary's like fuck off like that's not at all what i want i want to hang out with this dude named buck who looks like a beaver (laughs) so yeah so there's buck sam and i forget the other guy's name Uh, Uh, yeah i don't remember wasn't that important but tommy um, tommy tommy yeah so so buck is Zoe's fuck toy. Are they dating? I have no idea. I don't know, but I he's my favorite so far. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, he's the one that wears his beanie in the in the lake. Um Yeah. He's got a lot of good quippy one liners. Yeah, he's he's he like he is the biggest quip factory out of all of them. Um factory. Quip factory. Activia. That's what it feels like. I, I think I just realized how far off my rocker I am right now. It's okay. Did you sleep today? Uh, no, because you worked real early, so no. I I got real early. I went to bed I did too, late. because it's a Monday. Sundays are the worst. Mondays suck. So one of my favorite quotes from this movie uh-huh. is when Buck is like going to pound town on Mary. Mm-hmm. From... <laughs> <laughs> from from the back end, like like a bookend, and then he screams, "I'm a Power Ranger." Well, okay, so he has a lot of one liners, and <laughs> did and you just, watch the bloopers? I did. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, anyone who hasn't seen this movie and is going to watch it because of our, you know, uh, I I don't want to say sparkling, but let's say sterling. Like it's still pretty, but it's not super uh, polished. Um, our sterling review of this film, uh, you should definitely watch all the way through the credits because there's a lot of things that happen, um, including this rando blooper reel. Um, yeah, so just so that everyone is not confused, Buck is with Zoe, Mary is with Tommy. And Jen is mad at Sam, who were dating, but aren't really not anywhere. So, yeah. Yeah, so when, he has a slutty mouth. He has a slutty mouth. Um, so, yeah, no, Zoe is just, like, the horniest biatch. And then you meet Buck, and you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. Because um, he's the horniest biatch as well. Um, but, yeah, no, he says a lot of things while they're having the sexual intercourse. Um <laughs> The intercourse. <laughs> he talks about being a Power Ranger. He talks about his mother not loving him. That was a good one, too. He talks about 
how Zoe's too hot for him. He doesn't know why she's with him. I don't know why you're with me. <laughs> um, and then he says a thing about being a Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was a good finishing move. I mean, I don't know. I don't feel like I've ever felt like a Power Ranger while having sex. Um, That's fair. I, yeah, I don't know. That's just me, I guess. Um, <laughs> I can't say I can't say for certain that I haven't. So I mean, you know, jury's out. Jury's out. Hey, hey, listeners! Anyone out there that's felt like a, a Power Ranger during sex? Let us know. Let us know. Use that as your stepping stone to talk to us. Yeah, we're just uh, we're just some curious individuals that want to know your opinions. Um, yeah, I want to know your opinions on Power Rangers and also Power Ra- feeling like a Power Ranger during Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I mean, I will say this. It was a funny line, but is it not, like, the crime of the century that he then didn't scream it's morphin' time? Um, that's... I, I would... Maybe he couldn't because of copyright, but I'm sure if he could've... You know what? Those Bandai like people... Ranger. Yeah. They're... They're really, you know, they're they're really... They go hard on their copyright infringements, so... Oh, for sure. For sure. Um... Any hoozy. So there's that. And then Mary and Tommy are in the other room. And like Mary is just like squealing like a fucking barn animal, like ridiculously. And then Tommy like rolls over. And I don't know if it was just me, but his like tattoo that he had on his rib cage that I think it said 140 or something. Uh huh. I just didn't like it. It looked like it was either super fresh. Or it didn't heal well and the skin was, like, really raised. Ooh, crispy. And I was like, why? What? No. Um, we would like some professional input on this. Yeah. Sc- scab artists, help me out. Yeah, gross. Um, right. And then so, I mean, we did. So we're already talking about the, the sex. But there's, like, <laughs> a whole... There's, like, a whole afternoon before the boys show up and Zoe's like I'm ready for pound town um yeah like uh, yeah Zoe just needed to calm the fuck down like um she should have brought a vibrator or something you know what I mean Mary you could have avoided all the drama (laughs) well let me tell you something one of the biggest disappointments of this movie for me is Mary because I was on her side at first I was like she's being the caring friend and then the whole fucking movie gets flipped on its fucking head and you're like oh Mary's the asshole that mouth cheated with (laughs) Sam yeah mouth cheated that's rude yeah fuck you I mean and then we come to find out they probably did more than mouth cheat they probably like did, like, no, a dry no. hump, maybe? Like, no, I think they, I, I think they're between me down there's, like, definitely met in, in the tunnel, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, so two trains were passing in the yeah. night, but also collided. Yeah, they made a fucking long-worded math equation problem with their... Downstairs businesses? <laughs> with, their, with their downstairs businesses, yeah. Um, with their business districts? With their business districts, yeah, exactly. She's like, I'm a strong, independent woman entrepreneur. Meet my business district with yeah. your dis- business district. Doors are always huh. open for you, big boy. Uh, gross. He's gross. not even that cute. I mean, like, he's fine. You know what I mean? Like, he is 110% okay. <laughs> Man, I hope that's how my wife describes me. <laughs> mm, what an okay-looking homo. 
They're mm, just girl. so they're just so okay, mediocre at best. <laughs> girl, you look mediocre as fuck today. Mm. <laughs> yes, mediocre. <laughs> yes. That's all I want. Just mediocrity. <laughs> oh my god. Um. I hope I hope she hears me upstairs and she's like, "You're being mediocre as fuck right now, and I I can't look at you anymore. Just mm-hmm. mm, so yeah. handsome, mediocre." <laughs> yeah, girl, your mediocrity. Your your okayness is such a turn on right now. <laughs> I really want that as a shirt. Mediocre as fuck. Mediocre as fuck. Oh my god. I'd wear it. It's not wrong. I feel like multiple people could uh, understand and relate to that wavelength. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like all of our listeners. That's really <sighs> nice. Yeah. So um, I'm glad we. I'm glad we had that talk. That was <laughs> wonderful. Same. Um, but yeah. So, really- so they. So yeah. the three. The three. So oh wait, one of my favorite characters we almost accidentally skipped over, but the woman from across the. Uh, I don't know, yard or whatever, because they don't have streets. <laughs> Across the <laughs> pond. Um, you know, she's she's living with her hubby in their East Bumblefuck abode. And she comes over and she has, just has the most odd interaction with these three girls. Mainly because, again, Zoe is like horny F at all times. <laughs> she's gross. She's just like, hey. There's, there's nothing wrong with a healthy sexual appetite, but no. they amped her up to like 15. Yeah, and you you also need to just, you know, know when to <laughs> edit yourself down. And she was just like, hey, woman stranger I have never met before. My vagina's on fire. And she's uh, like, <laughs> she's that girl that shows up to your party and she's like, hump twerking on the counter and you're like we're just here for cheese like what's going on you're Uh, on mary you're on the charcuterie tray could you could you not please oh cheese oh mary products in my vagina no no that's gonna be a no sexual sexual health no did we ever talk about i feel like we talked about the person who worked at the Springfield community pool with me that put the tuna salad in her vahuha and then Oh, I think a very long time ago and we might have cut some of that out, but it yeah. happened. It happened. Yeah. Um so here's that's not here's, even a rumor. That's not even a rumor. That's started, not a rumor. It, it happened. started out as a rumor, but it's hundred percent factually based. I confirmed that and so did you, and those facts are ironclad. I don't know if we actually ever put that in an episode, so we're gonna have to revisit that at some point in the future. But also, if anybody gets a whiff of what we're talking about and we didn't cut it Ooh, out. Ooh, that was a choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even on purpose. I am in, I'm totally on my delirious game today. Yes, MSG. Minnesota Glory Mm-hmm. I put some in my noodles for dinner. <laughs> Give them nudes. Anyway, oh, yeah. of. Okay, so yeah, so the nudes. So they're at the fucking pond, uh, uh, lake, whatever. And they're like, oh, let's go out to the dock and like tan and shit. And and Zoe's like, well, if I can't have my cell phone and I can't have a D in my P, then I'm going to take my top off and get a tan line free 
full body tan. Um, and sometimes then, you just gotta have your booty cheeks out. Yeah, and then and and you want you need your little <laughs> perky boobs just out there for the world to see apparently. But um, some of us are just blessed. Me, not one of mm-hmm. them. <laughs> so at the beginning of the movie, there was this child fishing. Mm. And he had a trucker hat on that said number one dad. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> and and I was like, wait, why is this child wearing this hat? But then they're on the dock and the hat, you know, drifts by, aka that boy got eaten by the beavers and not the uh, other way around. Hey That boy is too young for that. <laughs> you never know. I he, know. He was like at least eleven. I, I, see, to me, he looked like maybe the 13 to the 15 range. I don't think at 13 to 15, you, you know what to do with that. I feel uh, like I think 13 to 15, you're still like, um, what's the term? Uh, crank in the jack in the box, maybe? I mean, for him, yes. For, for, for a boy, yes. Um, crank in the jack in the box is probably a very adequate way to describe that uh but like who are you kidding there was definitely people that we went to high school with that had already had sexual relations like at the end of middle school and that is personally to me a low growth because i don't think we should get to know our sexual organs in that intimate of a manner until we're at an appropriate age because we need to have a adequate childhood. Um, but you know, that's really a conversation left for our parenting podcast, which we haven't launched yet. You know what I mean? So yeah. Oh, totally. Are we going to do that? Probably. Okay. Why not? Why not? Um, we're doing it right now. We're parenting. I'm parenting. I'll my... be your uncle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can call it like pull my finger or. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good uncle podcast. <laughs> or like uh parenting myself. Parenting you know? myself because um my parents have abandoned me because oh. I'm a twenty year old homo and I think I could do everything on my own. Yeah, and also are regressing into their own childhood because uh Oh, oh ain't that the truth though? Yeah, no, that was a truth pop. It's like it's like that adult adolescence. Um, phenomena where mm-hmm. like after you graduate college you still move back in with your parents but now yeah. it's like <laughs> your parents call you and tell you they have no money but it's because they bought X, Y, and Z right. and you're like gee I don't know Karen why don't you uh, figure that out figure out find your fucking receipts and return that shit and you'll have some yeah. money but remember our generation is the one that doesn't know how to handle our lives because we have to live with our parents because we have no money, but it's because we can't get a fucking job to get no fucking money because we need 10 years experience for that job, but you can't get experience unless you get the fucking job. So how can you pay for an apartment when you can't get a job that you need experience for? So you live with your fucking parents, but then your parents turn into children and you become the parents. And that's how we got where we are today. People Fuck you. you. Thank you, baby boomers, for ruining the economy. Legitimately. I sincerely appreciate it. That's why I'll never be a homeowner. I mean, we dream of being homeowners so often. I'm a homeowner. Um, (laughs) I am am definitely a homeowner. Um, I I own my homo. Um, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, uh, anyway...
Um, so beavers. <laughs> so so beavers. So funny enough, uh, they this carry is the, the part... Giardia virus, which so, is very yeah. important. Very important. There's beaver fever, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, that was a thing, wasn't it? Everyone had that fever for the beaver. Um, beaver <sighs> puns and jokes abound, but Jen is like, "Hey, um, we're sitting on this dock." Um, we just didn't notice this number one dad hat float by uh, that's supposed to be foreshadowing for a dark encounter we're going to have. But um, what's that over there? Oh, it's a beaver dam. And then she's like basically like professing her love for beavers. Like she really wants to see a beaver. And um, so she like swims over to the dam and they're looking for beavers. And she's like, here, beaver, beaver, beaver. And uh, I don't know. Uh, the That's acting, not how that works. Yeah. and No, not at all. Um, and the acting in this movie isn't horrible, but it's not like, you know, Oscar worthy. But at the same time, how did they honestly uh, film a lot of these scenes without cracking the fuck up? Because they're just, there's so much beaverness. Do you want to know how much money this movie made? Uh, not that much, did it? Take Make... a take a guess. Uh, like a million dollars. Marginally less. Okay, so like half a million dollars. Like fourteen thousand dollars. Oh no! Wait, was almost this act- fifteen? Almost fifteen. But was this actually in theaters? You know, I don't know, but it said fourteen thousand. $947. So maybe that's what they sold it to Netflix for. Maybe. I don't I know. I don't know, but the production quality was not terrible. No, it was it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. The Rotten Tomatoes um reviews are hilarious. Um and they gave it a pretty good score. They gave it a 71%. So And audiences gave it a 31. So someone is wrong here and I feel like it's the audience. Yeah, no, I mean, as, um, as like, hmm, what, what, how can I describe us? As semi-professional movie. Enthusiasts? Enthusiasts. Um, as amateur movie experts. (laughs) Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Uh, as amateur movie experts, this is definitely a pretty good movie. You know what it's I mean? Like, it's like pretty not bad. It's <laughs> like pretty. It's hey, guess what? It's mediocre. Af. Um, me. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So they're like beaver, beaver, beaver fever. I want to see the beavers. Ha ha! You have vaginas. There's that's another thing that you call a beaver. Beaver, beavers. And then there's a bear. <laughs> there is a bear amongst the beavers. And they're like, oh shit, um, it's a bear. I don't want to die. And then this guy shoots his rifle in the air and he's a schizoid and is all like, yo girls, in your bathing suits, what you doing? It's and, me, your boy. <laughs> hey, it's me, your boy. Uh, skinny penis. Um, yeah, ayo. Ayo. And so he's all like, you're looking for beavers, aren't we all? 
And I was like, no, dude, you need to kill yourself. Goodbye, um, I was really a fan of, like, when Buck is, like, basically about to die, and he's in the back seat, and uh-huh. he's just like, he's just like, I'm just so sorry that I never went to your downtown business district with my face. And she's like, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Like, we'll figure it out, because you're not going to die. And he's like, it just smells so bad oh zoe i am so sorry i never took the time to eat you out 100 literally 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 Uh, my condolences like he was writing his condolence letter he was like i'm gonna go back and eat it all i promise and Uh, she's like "Mm, but you did so no no she didn't it's fine i mean he didn't no sorry but so, so like, yeah, that's, like, the end of that. And, like, Zoe doesn't have her top because she's trying to tan. And, like, he's all, like, hey, you should not be dressed like that because this is a family place. And and he, and they're, like, oh, sorry. And he's, like, no, all y'all because you have bathing suits. And that <laughs> that's making my skinny penis feel things. And I don't touch women because I can't because they don't like me. But I like them. And that's why I have a rifle this big because I'm sad in my life. And uh, <laughs> sad in my life. So apparently that's the story I just gave him. Um, that's a really good backstory on that guy. Smith with a Y, you know, yep. that's him. That's so they're like, okay, whatever. And then they go back to the cabin and then Mary makes popcorn and it gets spilled everywhere, but magically the bowl is always filled uh, because um, continuity issues. Uh, and there's plenty of those abound in this film, uh, these continuity issues. And then, like, Zoe is pouring her beer into a shot glass and sipping on it. And I'm what like, a weirdo. It's some weird shit my brother would do. Like,. <laughs> But, like, your brother's eccentric and would do it on purpose. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. That's like, why. I, I, I don't feel like, <laughs> I don't feel like we have enough of a read on Zoe to know if she's eccentric or not like that. You no, know what I mean? He's eccentric. He would drink beer out of a shot glass <laughs> because he would know that it would unsettle everybody yes. in the room. He would do it a 100% on purpose. And you and I would look at it and smile because... <laughs> You would be like, that's that's uh, that's something to be proud of, right? Yeah. For her, his weird collection of um, tiny espresso spoons. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, no, but dude, I wish I had answers, but I don't. All I know is that my niece Aubrey is obsessed with his tiny spoon collection, and now thusly uses it. So okay, yeah, shout Dylan for being the supplier of the tiny spoons. And he probably stole from a million coffee houses. So oh he, is, he is the uh, tiny spoon bandit. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so like, like Zoe's never had a beer before. Right. So yeah. And like, oh, it, it's too much for me. Like, I'm just, I'm such a little lady. I need to sip it out of the shot glass because it's like too much for me or whatever. Mind you, they're all like drinking. and um, Like, what the fuck ever? Like... What, okay, so so then um, they play the most awkward game of truth or dare, or or no, uh, like Never would you I rather, ever? or would, oh, you, would rather? you rather? Oh, oh because, yeah, 
because like Jen is just like trying to be a team player and she like asks something or whatever. And they're like, no, listen up. I'm going to ask you this really fucked up question because yeah, I can, but, and it's like, basically, would you rather have your mother be murdered or your father rape you and she has to watch? And like, typically when you play, would you rather you have to pick one of the two? And I'm not the biggest fan of Jen, but I would agree with her that if in the context of this game, I had to choose one of the two scenarios, I would prefer to have both of my parents live than having one of them murdered. Although having to now experience all together as a family, a very fucked up situation that will take many years to potentially get over if ever getting over it. But the, the, the bimbos, uh, Zoe and Mary are like, ew, you would let your father rape you? I mean, he is kind of hot, but that's fucked up. I wouldn't want either of those things. And I wanted to be like, listen, Linda, you are not playing the game right. So shut the fuck up and sip your beer out of your fucking shot glass like the fucking, I don't know, like Polly Pocket that you are, you fucking bitch. So apparently I have more feelings about this movie than I thought I did. That was a lot of microaggressions for something very minute. Are you trying to hide something? Is there something going on? There's nothing going on. I think I'm just <laughs> like, I think I'm just over life today. That's fair. It's a Monday. So do you want to, do you want to, um, <sighs> do you want to put a nice, a nice little bow on this? And then we'll just talk about our favorite parts really quick then. Cause yeah. there's really, there's really not a whole lot of any sort of anything to this. There's really not a plot. I mean, you know, so there's there's zombievers, the beavers, they're there, and then now they're there's cool zombievers. They're puppets, and honestly, I'm sorry, I think they're cute. Okay, I think so too because they're very, very, very definitely puppets. Yeah, and and there's that one point where the guy that lives across the lot from them is petting his dog and then the camera goes away and it comes back and it's not his dog anymore. It's just a giant zombiever puppet. And I'm like, oh, he's kind of cute, like when he's not killing people or whatever. Um, but yeah, so there's zombievers and then they attack and then they're stupid teenagers. So they don't realize that they're zombies until too late. And then the the buck guy gets his foot bit off. <laughs> and then they put it in the bag with the they ice. Put it in the bag. And, and the then... guy was like, oh, you can't do that. It's already fucked. Right. And she was like, oh, man. And and the dog dies, unfortunately. Well, actually, I guess two dogs die technically. It's but not just the first one. The first one was CGI, so don't worry. Yeah, and we don't, we we don't see the other one, so it's whatever. But um, and so yeah, so then everyone's fighting for their life, and we come to find out plot twist: if you get scratched or bit by a zombiever, you become a human zombiever hybrid yourself. Um. Which I was not expecting, to be honest with you. And I was like, oh. You know, I definitely like, didn't think it was going to um, cross species by any means. Yes, and that's basically what happens. And honestly, I feel like the makeup situation for this is something that I'd rather not describe. And you just, uh, listeners, uh, Beware. figure out yourself. Because um, it's a sight to behold. And then, so Jen 
becomes a zombiever because she got scratched. And then ultimately she ends up like zombiever teething her now ex-boyfriend's dick off, which, you know, that seems like um, karma, right? So uh, that happens and we think all, uh, all is lost. And then Zoe, out of nowhere, becomes the hero for five seconds and crashes the car through the building and saves Mary. And I'm like, okay, cool. And they get in the car and then they speed off. And then there's other continuity issues I have here because originally they couldn't get Buck to the hospital because the road was blocked by trees and then they get to the point where the oh there's a prius in this movie oh i know i saw that and i was like oh god it's nick's getaway mobile it's my getaway mobile i love me my prius um it's a it's a hybrid you have to finesse it um (laughs) which is not true okay that thing's a computer you don't have to finesse anything um but then like the 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 Prius is now beyond one of the logs and I'm like how did that happen if they were blocking the road um, but anyway everybody dies spoiler alert everybody except dies except for me except, spoiler for... Alert. except for me <laughs> oh yeah you don't die nope no. spoiler alert everybody dies um, and then isn't that when they're like talking about uh, the hand job situation yeah because yeah. in the beginning they're like they're talking about like what is the relationship? It was like yeah. a very like it's a very like anti bro moment where they're like, what is the relationship? And they're like, oh, basically you like hang out all the time and you do everything together. And John Mayer was like, we do that, <laughs> which was I nice. mean, yeah, it was it was like kind of sweet and it was like, oh, I think I'm discovering my butt my budding sexuality. Um, discovering I mean, my butthole. <laughs> So I'm disco- I'm discovering my butthole one finger at a time. And he was just like, I got a hand job at a gas station bathroom once. And he's like, where did I give one? And then he was like, hey, that girl's in the middle of the street. And yeah. Uber's like, yeah, I see her. And he don't. He don't care. He texting. He driving. He driving real bad. Right. So, like, you think Zoe's the sole survivor. She's going to go get help. It's going to be great. Uh, and then no, she gets run over by a truck, and that's the end of it. So everybody dies. Um, there is no final girl. Everybody dies. There is no final girl, and like at first you think Jen's gonna be the final girl, but then she turns into a human beaver hybrid, and then Mary you think is gonna survive, but then she ends up being infected as well. Um. And then Zoe gets hit by a car. And everybody else is a fucking beaver zombie. Including the bear. The bear is a zombie-ver. Yeah. Heyo. Heyo. I had that one in my back pocket the whole time. So I hope someone appreciates that. Um, I do. That was nice. I mean, they put it out there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so, yeah. So, I'm surprised they didn't, like, have someone say it. Like, there's a fucking zombiever. Um, but then it just kind of sounds like you're saying zombiever with a southern accent. So zombiever? Zombiever. Um, Any hoozy. So that's basically 
the movie. Um, and apparently I had a lot of <laughs> aggression to get out. Um, and today I did that through, uh, interpretive dance, <laughs> interpretive dance with my words. Um, uh, uh, what else is okay. So quickly to the ratings because the bloopers are just so good that I want to talk about it really quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to give it a five. Okay, I was thinking <laughs> of giving it a 3.5, mainly because it's, like, good, but it's not fantastic. But if that's the case, then we're giving this an 8.5, um, which is close enough to Rotten Tomatoes 71%, but far better than Metacritic, IMDb, and Google users, you know? I don't think it's as bad as everybody thinks it is. I, think I really just, don't think so either. I think they're just being dramatic. Maybe they're just jealous, or maybe, maybe honestly, I think this might be what it is. <laughs> okay. They may have gone into this thinking that the concept of zombievers is going to be so fucking stupid that they're already expecting for this movie to be horrendous. And then they sit through it, and they're like, oh, that was actually enjoyable. And they're so pissed that they liked it, that they're like, I hate it, you know? Oh, um, that's 100% probably factual. So just be real with yourself and be like, it's, it's, it's okay good. to like bad movies. Yeah. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't put your uh, hoity-toity movie taste into question. Like a fucking bad movie. Feel like a person. You don't have to like everything because everybody else thinks it's yeah. cool. Like a fucking bad movie. Dance in the rain. Eat chocolate. Okay. You um, know, drink a 32 ounce Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee and then go to bed. Who cares? Do what yeah. you want. If you want to eat cold pizza for breakfast and Taco Bell for dinner, and in between, all you want your sustenance to consist of is hot Cheetos and Twizzlers, that's your decision. And I'll love you for it if it's your truth. Um, I don't know where I was going with this, but the main point here is love yourself and be true to yourself. And love your bad movie. Yeah. Just be happy, you know? So like so like that one time when um what's your face? Zoe was going through the kitchen drawer looking for nails oh. to to hammer the um wood yeah. over the windows because beavers can't chew through wood, duh. Um, she, in the bloopers, she pulls out a dildo and she's like, oh, mm, mm, and she just not, chucks it. Yeah, yeah no. she's like, mm, not what I wanted. No, there was a lot of good lines in that sequence where the, it was, it was, uh, Jen, Mary and Sam who were trapped in the house while they were trying to, while Zoe was trying to take Buck to the hospital and they're boarding up all the windows. And then one of the zombievers like crashes through the wood and Mary is like, oh, what a good idea. Because, you know, beavers aren't made to chew through wood. Um, and it was just like the way she said it, it was like, oh, my God, like, come the fuck down. And then and then Sam is just like freaking melodramatic as all hell. And he's, he's like, we need to stop fighting, guys. This is what the beavers would want. And it's like the beavers don't have any wants and desires. Also, they're zombies. Yeah, the so beaver, the they definitely can't dead. do anything. They're dead. 
yeah, the beavers are dead and only their primitive uh, brain uh, activity is guiding them at this point. And um, they do want to eat your flesh, but they are definitely not cahooting to get you to turn on each other. Um, Right. So bloopers. Um, I also enjoyed, again, the Sam moments um, of this movie where so the first zombie that appears is the one in the, the bathtub when Jenna's going to take a shower. Mm-hmm. And then when Tommy, Timmy, I don't know where the Tommy. fuck his name is. Tommy, once he like smacks it enough that like there's a giant tear in its body and then it like stops moving for a while. Um, Sam goes, that's gnarly. But according to the bloopers, it took him a rather long time to get that line straight because he couldn't pronounce gnarly properly. Oh, yeah. Especially if you watch it with the uh, subtitles on. Yes. They like phonetically spell out how he's saying it wrong. Which I thoroughly enjoyed. I thought it was good. Yeah, I liked that a lot. Um, So, yeah, we have scored this movie in Jack-O-Lanterns. We have discussed it, I feel like, to its completion. Um, I feel like it's complete, and I feel like you should watch it if you want to have a good time. It is. It's a good time. Um, for for a good time call. Yeah. For a good time call. Zombievers. Yeah. Zombievers. Um, the Cap- I want to say they're brothers, but maybe not. Um, but the Kaplan brothers actually wrote that song and they got somebody else to perform it so it was just it was an odd it was an odd musical choice but i don't i don't not like it um given the the self-awareness of the rest of this movie um i suppose it was fitting but um yeah i don't know do you have a favorite zombie person no not at all yeah, me either. I just I, I, I couldn't give it enough. I couldn't give it that much of my um, heart and soul to say I that mean, I had a specific favorite zombie person. Human hybrid. Yeah. 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 No. Um. Maybe probably Zoe, because she was like the last one, wasn't she? Well, no. That Zoe. Zoe Zoe's when the Zoe's the one that got smacked by the truck and exploded. So I, don't I guess it was Mary. It doesn't matter. But anyway, the blonde one at the end where she's like, I have to kill you because you're gonna be a zombie. And she's like, No, I'm not. <laughs> and then she turns into a zombie. Yeah, no, that's Mary. Yeah. Mary. I mean, honestly, are their names not just placeholders? Like they're all just um, bimbos. White girl one, white girl two. It doesn't do a whole lot for um positive female image in horror, but no. I don't think any of this was supposed to be positive anything at all yeah. for anybody. I so mean, I'm not offended because nobody was accurately represented. No, no, not at all. Um, Except John Mayer, because he's the only gay one in this movie. <laughs> uh, I mean, isn't John Mayer problematic just by breathing or something like that? I don't know. I don't really I don't, follow I his don't career. I really know anything about John Mayer. I just like my, my, I just, I really would like to know why he was like, this is going to be my debut in acting. Um, yeah. 
this is an important piece of cinema that I must be involved in. Do you think this is an art house film? Do you think that's why it's so bad? Well, I mean, it was initially released in Germany, so... Oh, that explains a lot. Right? Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I really don't either, but I mean, I feel like the only refreshing character in this movie was the woman from across the street, because at least she was like, listen, don't worry, like, you can say whatever the fuck you want, because my daughter's a fucking slut, right? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) like, thank you. And it was like, okay, Mrs. You know, Smith or whatever the fuck, um, go bake a pie or whatever. Yeah, she was a Um, weird lady. I, yeah, so in summation, we enjoyed this film, and you should too. Um, what else? Do you want to announce the film for next week, or do you want to not? Um, can you repeat yourself? Because my headphones just stopped working for a hot second. Do you want to pick a movie for next week? Oh my god, we should probably do it. Yeah, go ahead. It's your turn. I picked Zombieavers, so you can pick it. Um, all right. So I'm torn because okay. we're almost done with camp. It's the and, last episode of camp. Right. Um, and my, my, my gut says we should do Cabin in the Woods because it's very referential. And you know how much I love referential things. Mm-hmm. But... We have many horror podcast friends who have, you know, in like semi-recent history done that movie. And I don't want to copy anybody. I also don't want to step on any toes. Right. I mean, we'll probably do every movie eventually. But like, you gotta let there be breathing room. So like, that's what my gut says. But my heart is like, no, you shouldn't. You should do something else. Okay. Um, And I feel like... As much as I would want to do the original Friday the 13th for the finale of Summer Camp 2019, like, there's not an annual added on to this yet because it's still the first year. So, like, we can't go out with such a big shebang, you know, because then, like, where do we go from there? Right. So, we were discussing doing Sleepaway Camp 2. Um, um, we can also do one of the Evil Deads. <gasps> We could. Um, we could. So, like, uh, yeah. All right. I, well, I reacted. I, I have I have an idea. Okay. Hear Lay me it out. on me. I think you should put a poll up for the two of them and see which one wins. So, Sleepaway Camp 2. V. Or... Any one of the Evil Deads. Yeah. The original Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness. Um, I'd be even apt for the reboot because I very much enjoy the reboot. So do I. A lot of people don't. I really like it, though. You know what? I'm a sucker for a reboot if it's a well-done reboot. I will hate a reboot with every fiber of my being if it's fucking horrible, a.k.a. Nightmare on Elm Street. You mean a.k.a. Friday the 13th? A.K.A. Friday the 13th. Um, A.K.A. for many people, Rob Zombie's Halloweens. But Uh, yeah, I don't hate them. I'm that person that will not watch Rob Zombie's Halloween. You know what? You put you want to know why I don't hate them. Sure. Because it gives them a scientific. It gives Michael a scientific grounding in his in his mental illness. And, you know, I am a sucker for a medically accurate horror movie. 
I mean, that's fair, but I'm also apt to believing that he's evil for the sake of being evil. And with right. no background, maybe he was just a damaged fetus. We will never know. I mean, and and the original premise behind Halloween in general was that he was like, some people are just fucking evil and he's evil. He is the shape. He is evil. Right? Yeah. But I can get behind a good reimagining if it's good. So, you know. I can get behind it if it's done well. I just don't think that Rob Zombies was done well. I feel like it was done for the sake of gore and um, uh, how you say gasp factor. Like, oh, I, I never even thought about it that way. Which, yeah. yes, Rob Zombie is a, um, a new Whore. age. For I that. Was, I was going to say a new age thinker, but like, I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. All right. I mean, he is a new age thinker, but he's also a whore for like being able to make that reaction in people. You know what I mean? Right. He, he um, likes the uh, ooh ah. He likes the ooh ah sensation. He likes he the ooh ah ah sensation. He likes brown cow stunning because it's the ooh ah sensation. <laughs> um, um, that's, all right. That's a fucking giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, it's a giraffe. I thought it was like brown cow, you know, like ooh, brown cow realness. Brown cow stunning. Um, um no more of that. That's my no least more. favorite. Any hosey. Um, so yeah, I will put up a poll once this has aired. You will see a poll dropping that is this versus that and that versus this. And ooh. A would you rather, perhaps. A would you rather. I don't know. Can Instagram <laughs> do a would you rather? I, I think mean, it's... In, in the vein of this subject matter of this film, would you rather, uh, how you say, uh, Evil Dead, right? Yeah. Or Sleepaway Camp 2. Yeah. Um, and both are, like, really solid choices. Like, to be completely honest with you, I enjoy I them know. both. That's the problem. That's I'm, the pickle we found ourselves in. We are in a pickle, but also, I mean, like, Evil Dead is, like, it, on the camp factor, it's definitely winning. Um, <laughs> it's something. It's something. Uh, yeah. Anywho, so so be on the lookout for that. Um, before we just completely drift into, like, mind-numbing circular cyclical conversation um is there anything that we need to hold a gay meeting for i don't really feel like there is but i will say that once again our audience numbers are up our downloads are up and that's really freaking amazing yeah and that makes 1300 when i looked earlier indeed we are so like like justin like it took us like five to six months to get to a thousand. And now in the course of like two weeks, we have already gotten 300 more downloads. And that just seems like, you know, um, a dream come true for a little grassroots podcast like this. And um, shout out to our international listeners. What? what? Yes. Yeah, so in Canada, in the UK, um, we have, you know, a really big audience in Kuwait. Um, Which Kuwait, is very bizarre. I would not yeah. expect us to do well in Kuwait. <laughs> I, I've, I've never been there. Quite honestly, I'm not familiar with this geography. But 
all y'all's out there in Kuwait, I hope you keep enjoying what we're doing and that you keep listening. And if we ever go on a live tour, maybe we'll come to Kuwait question mark. I don't know. I don't know if that would work out for us. I really, I honestly legitimately don't know. Like I don't know enough. I'm not super familiar with the politics, but I have a feeling slash inkling that it would not work out well for us. Yeah, you know, anyway, you know, um, but you we, know. Love you. we love you nevertheless. Um, I'm pretty sure I know who's listening in Canada. Um, I don't. Not... I have any idea. Could it be the same person that also purchased something from our shop? I think it might be. So shout out to him. You know who you are. We're actually going to see each other in a couple weeks because you're coming to visit New York City and you're staying with us in our apartment. So um, yes, hey. see Israel, Australia, Finland. Finland is a place Finland. I would go to. Finland New is Zealand. a place I would go to. I would go visit Australia, New Zealand, the Netherlands, Peru, Iran. We have viewer, uh, viewers. You're not looking at our faces. You're listening to our voices. We have listeners all over the place. And we appreciate it. And we just can't believe that we're finally starting to see traction happening. Um and you know we're just living our best lives and it's really cool um but i do implore you if you are a regular listener and you enjoy what we do and you haven't rated us on apple podcasts yet you haven't subscribed on your listening platform even if you don't typically listen on apple podcasts please go if you have an iphone Give us a rating. You can leave a full review. You can just click those five stars or what have you. Don't, you don't even need an iPhone. You could just make an iTunes account. Like an I, yeah. uh, Whatever. I, I, I account. I count. I, I, I honestly, I, don't I can't. Because I'm a grandpa. I, I can't. You know, I don't I know. Um, so just implore you. Uh, we do, Please do that um because it's really gonna give us a boost in the long run to get more eyes and ears on our content which we are very proud of both visually and um auditorially um and uh beyond that we will have a new giveaway coming very soon just not yet um we're still trying to get the all the things figured out for it but it will be a giveaway of some unique merchandise from a other small startup uh company and um it'll probably involve giving us ratings because we're rating whores but that's fine because every podcaster is you know if you listen to a podcast lately what do they always do they ask you to go rate and subscribe on itunes and so just like hey everybody always asks what they can do to help and it's like nobody asks you they know because you tell them yeah. regularly just like us yeah so, what so- you gonna do pumpkins rate comment subscribe uh-huh. top three yeah. Follow us on Instagram if you're feeling sassy, if you're not already. Um, number five, tell everybody you know. Tell your Nana, tell your Pop Pop, tell your dog, tell your dog walker. I don't give a shit who yeah. you tell. Tell Just the world. Like Spread the, the gay. That's the gay agenda for yeah. us to be well. That That is our specific gay agenda. Um, and just be like Nike and do it, goddammit. Oh, don't say that. We'll get sued. 
<laughs> well, we got sued. I don't think so. I don't That's think fine. so. I think it's a common enough phrase for us to not get sued. Yeah. Like, come at me, Nike. But please don't. don't. I have no money. Don't. I have no money. Just don't do it, please. Help me. I'm poor. Give I retract. Me money. I retract my statement. Uh, be like uh, something else and do it, please. Okay. Politely. Money, please. Money, please. Um, all right. I feel like we have been this enough. Hor- this horse is dead and we've done beating it. We, this horse is so beaten that uh, it's been like contoured and shit. Um, Ooh, beat okay. to hell. I, I need to stop. My you mouth, need to go to bed. My mouth needs to close, Ashley. Go um, to bed. <laughs> I'm delirious. And with that, pumpkins. Keep on creeping on, and we'll see you next week for the final week of camp. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to take your meds. Oh, also, yeah, that too. Stay happy and hydrated. Bye. Bye. Bye.